This Kansas Lottery 200 betting picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGP and Free Roll Football Contest. Join our free season-long pick'em for a chance to win $3,000 and a Super Bowl autographed SGP helmet. Sign up link in the SGPN app. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog, pick them in college or NFL, and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they have then they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bet app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Welcome to Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Most people use their trucks to help their friends move on any given weekend, but these guys drive their trucks around the track to try to win NASCAR champions. They'll do it again in Kansas this week, Cody. A fun, fun, fun-packed truck race. We're finally uh, in playoffs like for these guys, and it's just uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. Happy football, miss. It's finally here. The NFL is back today. Rod's wearing his Trey Lance jersey oh, over oh, there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not get <laughs> he this He was number twisted. five for San Francisco, He right? was number five for San Francisco, but so also was. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait. Jeff. Oh, oh he's knocking everything over. Mr. Jeff Garcia. Right See, this is why you watch on the YouTube, because. Otherwise, you have no idea what we're talking about anyways. The, but, uh, the lefty sensation, the CFL man himself, Jeff Garcia. Yes, that go. is who there I am go. representing today, yes. not Trey Lance. Yes. Football is back, and we're very happy for that. But we get Thursday night football. Then we get a turnaround in a Friday night truck. He's racing, baby. Let's go. Oh, That's what I love. Love when the trucks are on Friday night. Love when they're under the lights. They always put on a show at Kansas. We're in for another show here. And uh, this is, you know, another, uh, this is actually the cutoff race for the truck series. So we've been talking all week, right? We had the cup series. They're into their second, second race of the first round. We talked Xfinity yesterday. They are in the, uh, in the final race of their regular season, right? 
This is the cutoff to the round of eight. Starting next race, which would be, yeah, next week, actually, in Bristol on a Thursday night, Rob. We might have to switch the schedule. We might have to be changed up a little. We're going to have to get trucks out a little earlier next week. A Thursday. We got Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for Bristol. Bristol is going to be a lot of fun. So is Kansas. But, yeah, this is you punch your ticket to the round of eight. Starting next week, truck series drivers will have the chance to punch their ticket to the final four. Be locked into that championship race at Phoenix. We're getting down to crunch time. Four, five, five rather, five races left on the season for the truck series. I'm fucking excited. This is going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. But listen, once again, books, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> like, it's, it's just uh... so difficult to, for one, get the odds early enough. Like you don't need eh, to have not, a, eh, they, eh. they're out on Wednesday, you know. Okay, it's... but still, I don't know. Maybe I'm greedy. Maybe I want them out <laughs> all at once on a Monday. But yeah. I mean, that would be ideal, really. And like, especially when a trucks like first of all, the trucks haven't raced in a couple of weeks. So why not put these out last week and give us a week and a half to to you know start looking at them? I don't, I don't get that. But yeah, when guys like Corey Heim are minus two forty for a top three, minus five hundred for a top five, like. Again, much like Xfinity, we had to do a little search, but don't worry, Rod. I always find a way to bet on Corey Heim. Might not be the way you think it's going to be, but I did find a way to bet on Corey Heim, and uh, we found a lot of good bets this week. I, I don't know how you feel about yours. I do feel pretty good. Um, I got to the document first, so that might be helpful. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, and listen, I do, honestly. I do feel like we found some pretty, I found pretty good stuff this week. And I, I am happy with what I'm giving out. I, I'm not, and obviously you all know out there that we won't give it out unless we feel good about it. We we sometimes think that it's, it's a play that you kind of have to do and hold your nose to do it, but we also know that it's not a bad bet. It's just one that we don't necessarily enjoy putting out there because it involves a driver we don't necessarily care to bet on or a matchup that doesn't look good on the surface. But when you dig deeper, it is. Yeah, I was, I was glad to hear. I was listening to uh, to Derek Yoder's betting preview spaces uh, show on Twitter last night. And uh, Mark Skybox NASCAR was talking about how uh, <laughs> the, the matchups have just been shit lately. And I'm like, preach, buddy. It's fucking true. Like, oh, been rough. But speaking of that, I did find actually. So that's gonna be my first bet. I'm gonna give out as a matchup that I really like. And uh, yeah, I again, <laughs> all the bad things we have to say, but still created some pretty good cards. I feel pretty confident. One guy in particular, I am loading up on this week. He's gonna he's gonna win us some money. I think. I well, I'm looking at the dock, and there is a name that continues to repeat itself. <laughs> so I figure we're uh, we're good to go there, but. Um, all right. I, I know there's some news that came out. We just got an announcement uh, on Wednesday about the future of one John Hunter Nimichek, which, again, as folks in the Discord have, have pointed out, worst kept secret in NASCAR. This is extremely shocking news. John Hunter Nimichek makes it official. He's going to be in the 2024 season racing for Legacy Motor Club's number 42 Toyota full time. Obviously, Legacy announced earlier this season. The plans to switch to Toyota. Noah Gragson then gets suspended, asks for a release from the team. It's granted, opens that ride up. Obviously, everything kind of lines up. It's the perfect fit. I've said it a hundred times. John Hunter slides into the 42 car, does one season there. Martin Truex Jr. retires after the 24 season. They change the number to 18, back to the original Gibbs number, and John Hunter slides over into that. 
I think that is uh, the current plan. I think that's exactly what we will see take place. But I'm excited for Legacy next year. I think it's going to be a pretty positive year for them. I think we're going to see a lot of growth. Uh, RFK has set a high bar. I don't know if it's going to be that high. But I think it is going to be similar in the fact that they will be much better next year as a Toyota team than they were this year. Uh, as part of that announcement, they announced that on Race Hub, Jimmy Johnson was included in all of that, obviously, co-owner of Legacy Motor Club. Says he will not be back this year to race the number 84 car, but Rod, Jimmy Johnson, will be driving a Toyota in the Cup Series next year. Toyota now has Michael Jordan and Jimmy Johnson. Could they possibly get anything better? I don't know. But, uh, that's a yeah, lot that's, of championships, Cody. That's a lot of championships in there. A lot of goatness going on. That there. is a lot of goatness. I don't know how I feel about it though. My skin, my skin kind of crawled when you said Jimmy Johnson be driving a Toyota. I, I mean, at this point, Toyota is probably more American than Chevy and Ford. Well, anyway, this so. is true as well. It's, uh, so you know, I mean, it's not really, even about the brand. Know. It's just about not him just, not being yeah. in a Chevy. Like he, you could say Whoa. that he, uh, he's driving a, uh, um, a Mercedes, and I would still be like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, it's uh, he drove a Honda in, in IndyCar, so exactly he's he's, he's branched out, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's we see it all these legends go and do different things, right? The Joe Montanas, the Tom Brady's, uh, even over in the Cup Series, like, guys don't. How many guys? I was thinking about this the other day because Denny Hamlin is re-signed with the eleven car, right? He's been in that car his entire career. Go back and think over all the years in in the Cup Series. I don't think Richard Petty drove every race in the 43. I think he started in a different car. Uh, Dale Earnhardt, he won his first championship in the two car for, for a different owner, Rod Osterlund, right? So he wasn't in there forever. Like Jeff Gordon, he's the one guy I can think of. He started and ended it all in the 24. Jimmy started and ended in the 48, but Until now, now he's in the 84. So even he's doing it. Like, I honestly, I you really got to rack your brain. I, there's nobody else that comes to the top of my mind where it was always them in that one car, even over in football again, you know, Brady, Montana, Favre, Rogers are seeing it. Not like you're seeing greats that, that do, you know, uh, Michael Jordan played for the wizards. I, I mean, that's that right there is, is about enough of an example as you need. So, uh, it's pretty, it is crazy to see the change like that, but it happens. That's kind of how things go. And uh, yeah, we'll see Jimmy Johnson, which it'll be nice to see him back. Obviously missed his last scheduled start at the at the street race with the tragedy that happened in the family. So it'll be nice to see him back next season in that, uh, that 84 Toyota. Indeed. Lightning McQueen. That's one that started in, in his career in the 95. Uh, yeah. Listen, stayed with Rusty's the whole time. He sure did. <laughs> that damn guy. He was loyal to the core. All right. Can you believe that we have seen seven months without an NFL game? We can't say that after tonight, of course. I know it's crazy, but the good thing is, is that it is officially over now. We will have the Chiefs and the Lions taking on each other. Uh, you probably already watched that game by the time you listen to this, which is fantastic. That means NFL is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. Plus, DraftKings is hooking everybody up with game day greatness. All customers, every single one of you, new, old, in between. There's probably nothing in between. Whatever, I don't care. You can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check out the app and see what you get. 
We're going to talk about some of our favorite lines here on DraftKings later on. So uh, hang tight for that. In the meantime, download the app now. Use code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SGP only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Crown yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for detail and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Buying tickets is stressful. I've, well, I, I tend to buy my tickets last minute, so it makes it even more stressful. So that's on me, but... The good news is there's an app like GameTime that is going to reward me for being me and being the person that waits until the very last second to buy their ticket to the sporting event that I want to see, the concert that I want to see. Sometimes those free concerts in the parks, I try to wait and buy tickets to that, and I still don't get into those, even though they're free. Whatever. GameTime's going to help me figure all that out and do it by giving me the best offers for being a procrastinator, for selling flash deals to make it even more incentivized for me to wait until the very last minute to buy a ticket to my favorite sporting event and or a concert and or anything. You see where I'm getting with this? It's going to help you too do the exact same thing. So make sure you download that Game Time app. And in the meantime, while you're at it, take advantage of some of the great offers they got going on, those flash deals and some of the stuff that you can do, you can actually see the seat that you're sitting in before you actually sit in that seat. So once you buy that ticket, they'll send you a picture and it'll be of the person on stage waving at you saying, hi, I know you can see me. Okay, it's not going to be that good, but you'll at least get to see where you're sitting. So please take advantage of that as well. So many great functions with Game Time. I don't know why you are not already on that app. Snag the tickets you want without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. It would be kind of creepy if they sent you a futuristic picture of what you're about to see and the person hey. is waving at you it's i mean i wouldn't put it past people at this point it's you know it's, it's already happened anyways it's 2023 <laughs> we've all we've all watched black mirror i'm pretty sure that's something that could be uh <laughs> so uh all right as far as news are we exhausted or do we do we have more to, to get to um i think uh, that's about it. Carson Quapple, uh is going to make his first career start in the number seven Spire truck next week at Bristol. Um, that is of note. We mentioned this on the uh, Xfinity show. I might have said he was starting this week, which it's not true. It is next week. But uh, he likely is going to be in that JRM 8 car next year, I think. So definitely going to be a guy to keep an eye on uh, as far as relating to the truck series. Will be something to watch next week. Obviously, that's not until next week. But uh, this week, the ex uh, I think that's it as far as news goes, really. But yeah, as far as the entry list goes, Jesse Love is back in the number one truck. He'll be a guy to keep an eye on. Almost pulled the trigger on a bet for him, but couldn't quite get myself to do it. The books love uh, him, Cody. The books, they, do, they well, were all over him. For good reason. I mean, he's very talented. He's got, I think, seven or nine ARCA wins this year. Won the ARCA race that I was at in Kansas earlier this season um, and has looked good. And that one truck is good. It's a teammate to Corey Heim. Like that truck has been very good with different people in it. Um, and we've seen, we saw what Corey Heim did part time last year. Like I think the books are afraid that, that love could come in and do stuff like that. So a little scared there. Uh, Jennifer Joe Cobb, she's back uh, in the 10 truck. It will be very slow, but she is from the Kansas area. So it's always nice to see her jump in. Um, Jack Wood back in the 51. He'll be slow. 
Uh, other than that, really, there is not uh, not many other notables. Again, we're in the playoffs, so no Cup Series guys allowed. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. And, uh, you know, the thing about it, too, especially with these truck drivers, it, it tends to get a little top-heavy toward the playoffs, as as all the series kind of do. But with the trucks, it feels like it's even more so because as you watch, you know, most of these these uh, playoff drivers really are consolidated around the top 10. And really, there's good reason for that because that's kind of how it was. The disparity in, in the, the quality of racing is always fantastic, but it's always among... 10 or 15 drivers like it's it's not the whole field that's as competitive every single week as you would hope to expect but the racing between those 10 to 15 drivers is always fantastic it's just tends to be the same 10 to 15 drivers that you talk about every single week yeah i will i will say though i am actually pretty pleased with how the outrights kind of played out as far as price wise this week uh depending on what book you look at some books are a little a little less generous than others but like Carson Hosevar and Corey Heim, co-favorites at plus 400. That's not, uh, I mean, you know, it could have been. I, I would have thought they would be more like plus 200, honestly. So plus 400, I think, is great. You got plus 450 on Majeski and Smith, and then it kind of goes goes up from there. Again, you can find some different numbers depending on where you look. But uh, I'm not not too displeased with how uh, the odds have, have kind of turned out this week. Indeed. Uh, let's take a look, though, at the uh, actual standings and the uh, where we're at as far as playoffs are concerned for this, uh, because this obviously factors into how we handicap this, because these playoff drivers, we know, uh, have a, a very, they have a motive and they have, they're yeah. going to be running around the front. So, um, so yeah, we're at, we're at 10 drivers and yep. eight advanced. So two are, two are eliminated from this round. Grant Enfinger is locked in. Ty Majeski is locked in, by the way. Majeski has a note. No crew chief all the way until the championship race at Phoenix. Um, crew chief's been suspended. So that is of note there. So those two guys are already locked in. Doesn't matter what happens to them this week at Kansas. They are in the round of eight next week. So then you've got the other six spots between eight drivers. Heim has a pretty solid cushion at plus 70. Is he actually... He's probably locked in at that price. I, I think so because if you look at the bottom two, I mean, you know, you've got, you've got yeah. two. Yeah, I think he's locked in. It, I, it would take a miracle for well, somebody else can, in there. I don't think you can even earn seventy points. No, no, because um, Christian Eckes is at sixty-one. Uh, Carson Hosovar is fifty-six to the good. Zane Smith twenty-nine to the good. Crafton nine to the good. Sanchez three to the good. Looking outside, uh, in is. Ben Rhodes at minus three, and then Matt DiBenedetto at minus 20. So both of those guys would probably, I would say DiBenedetto would have to win to get in. I don't know. He'd have to, or he'd have to win both stages. And like, he'd have to have a hell of a race. He'd have to have a race he, he hasn't had in a while in Kansas. And I'll talk about him in a second. But I think Ben Rhodes and Nick Sanchez are swapping on that bubble here pretty, you know, uh, that they're going to be, they're going to be fighting for that. Yeah. They, uh, I was trying to find if Bob, I, can't, I have not been able to find it quick enough, but. If Bob had a tweet about, eh, I don't see one that I can find easily. So that dude tweets uh, a lot. Should have probably looked into that a little more, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, I do believe that. That uh, I think because it's, I believe even in the truck series is similar to the other series where you can only. That is the one thing I don't love about NASCAR these days. It's so hard to figure out the fucking points and how. It used to be such a simple formula, in my opinion. But I think you can score sixty points in a race. Um, you know, when, if you win both stages and the race, that's like the max you can get. So, 
Uh, if that's the case, Hymanekis are locked in. Actually, oh, give me, give me two seconds here. I know where it's at. I know I had it. I somewhere. will dance, but. So while you're looking, I will say, and I'll add. Here it is. Oh, okay. oh, there you go. There you go. Jeez, See. I knew it was Woo. somewhere. I knew I had it in here. Thank safe. God. I was prepared. It's they go so long between truck races. Sometimes it's all the way back on August 27th. But Hosovar uh, would win any tiebreaker, so he just needs two points, which means he needs to finish 35th if he doesn't score any stage points at Kansas to clinch a spot. No matter what else he does, Zane Smith can clinch with 30 points, seventh place with no stage points. So. Enfinger, Majeski, Heim, Eckes, all locked in. Hosovar, if he beats one truck or scores stage points, two stage points, he's into the next round. Looks pretty good for Zane Smith, of course. He just needs to finish uh, 30th points, which would be seventh with no stage points. Obviously, if he gets stage points, that goes back. Uh, and then Crafton at the plus nine, Sanchez at plus three. Rhodes at minus three. DiBenedetto, minus 20. It's doable, but probably looking at going to need either some trouble from some of these couple of guys in front of him or uh, or that win this weekend I think yeah I mean he's going to have like I said he'll have to run a race that he hasn't ran on this track in a while like I said I will definitely talk about that yeah. uh, sooner rather than later but yeah I, I'm telling you right now this is going to be a knockdown drag out you can expect to see a ton of yellow on that little cipher in the top 10 uh, all day long all night long and uh, yeah it's just going to be a knockdown drag out so um, all right. Well, Cody, I think uh, it's the safe time as any to get to the bets. So we will do that. But let's tell you about Hall of Fame Bets. It's a brand new sponsor that we are welcoming into the SGPN family. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets. It's the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. You can research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Do our job for us just kidding don't do it just you could do additional work don't don't do that in place of us we still will do that for you but you can back it up and and maybe formulate your own at some point enter any parlay in idea into hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which players which picks have value stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team. And as you'll listen on Friday, a favorite way to drive along with your favorite drivers all season long with their fantasy pick em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on their stat or their finishing position. Then you do what you usually spend your Sundays doing watching the game or watching the race you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five it's a fantasy game but you can win real money stay stay tuned friday we've got a ton of underdog plays for you we won't even we'll give them to you then because there's a lot more than we can give you right now in this ad read so teaser go listen on friday listen to all of our underdog picks so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with the promo code sgpn underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 dollars. that's underdog fantasy promo code sgpn well cody like i said it is of course the kansas lottery 
200, not to be confused with the Kansas Lottery 300, Xfinity yes. will be running. Uh, this will be a brisk little 134 laps around this one-and-a-half-mile paved track for 201 miles. It can't really be the Kansas Lottery 201, I guess. Why not? I think it could be. I, but right? Don't, doesn't I, I, New Hampshire has the 301. Why can't... Yeah, uh, it sets you apart from just any other 200-mile race. I don't know why you don't do it. Whatever. Shout the extra out to, mile uh, counts. That's right. That's right. Go the extra mile and support the Kansas Lottery. See, you could you could turn this into a marketing campaign, but that's genius. Are you a uh, madman? Like you you've know, been hiding your talents, Cody. We just need to let's clip that out, send it to the Kansas Lottery, and see if they'll hire us. I think they but will. I think anyways, yes, uh, it is going to be a quick. These, these races go so fast when they're this short. I mean, what is he? One hundred thirty-four laps. You said that's not a very long race. It will go quickly. No time for mistakes, which tees up my first bet, Rod. Let's do it. Hold on. Getting reports. Zane Smith to the back again. I'm telling you, this guy never leaves the... He's always coming from the back. How many times do we have to talk about Zane Smith is coming from the back, and there goes Zane Smith to the back, and Zane Smith with a penalty. Zane Smith with this. Zane Smith, Zane Smith forgot where the front was because he don't ever run up there anymore. Uh, that's a little harsh. He's had some pretty good finishes lately. But I'm still going to take Carson Hosovar over Zane Smith, as you will see throughout the show. Very, very big on Carson Hosovar this week. Um, and, and like all my notes here, I wrote, Zane has not been the same. Zane. He's just, it's not been the same lately. Is there pressure with not knowing where his ride is going to be next year? We kind of talked about this. I think it was on the Xfinity Series show. We, we were talking about the Harrison Burton re-signing with, Wood Brothers, Ford rides are kind of quickly drying up. He looked like a shoe-in to, to get a cup ride. Maybe he's not now. A lot of questions going on. I don't know if that's affecting him. I don't know what the deal is. Hasn't won a race since March. For Zane Smith, that's a long time to have not won a race. Things just have not looked the same. Um, he hasn't led in the last four races, which, again, for most drivers, not a big deal. But for a guy like Zane Smith, and for a guy that's going up against other co-favorites here in head-to-heads, that is an issue. Um, I mean, this is the guy who's finished, what, top two in the playoff or in the championship standings three or four seasons in a row, dominates this series for the most part. Usually, it's just been a little different. Um, if you take out Pocono in mid-Ohio, which is, you know, Pocono, again, it's kind of an intermediate track, so you can leave it in there if you want. But mid-Ohio being a road course, Josevar had some problems at Pocono. You take those out. He's been uh, eight straight finishes of fourth or better, two wins in there. So I guess you could phrase it as in eight of the last 10 races, he's finished inside the top four, however you want to look at it. Um, but two wins in that. He almost won here last fall. We kind of referenced this, um, or we will reference this on the DFS show tomorrow. Spoiler alert when that was recorded. But, uh, but he ended up finishing second, right? Had a good solid day. And this year has just been crazy good for him. He did wreck in the spring race here. The trucks, another note, the trucks did compete here in the spring, much like the Cup Series. Xfinity was not here, but trucks were. Uh, Josevar got wrecked early in that race. Didn't really get a chance to see anything from him. But in the last four races in a row, Josevar has beat Zane Smith to head. And in seven of the last nine, he has also beat Smith uh, head to head. Zane Smith did finish third here in the spring. But it wasn't all that impressive of a day. And as we're going to talk about as the show goes on, 
a lot of very, very fast trucks got caught up in, there was a one massive wreck over in turn one that took out a bunch of guys, a couple other guys taken out in different other scenarios. Um, I just have no faith in Zane Smith right now. If they're going to continue to treat him as a favorite when I don't, I mean, he slid down to the fourth, right? He's not the favorite every week, but he's still in that group of favorites. And I don't think he should be. Hosovar has been on fire lately. Again, it's not all been horrible for Smith. He's still got some decent finishes in there, but it's always a struggle. The story is always, oh, look how fast he's coming up through the field. But the problem is he has to come up through the field every time, and there's always some sort of issue putting him back there. Um, and, and so until further notice, I'm going to continue to fade Zane Smith. Been a fairly profitable strategy for us a lot here lately, uh, whether it's been Corey Heim against him or not. Doing that anymore because I learned a lesson. Carson Hosovar, I don't think should be matched up against him either. Uh, so give me Carson Hosovar over Zane Smith, minus 110 over on Superbook. I will uh, contradict you later on in the episode because Ooh, I, well, will. I mean, Why? not really because there's Although a way. technically you could hit both. Exactly. There's a way that both of these can hit. And I think this is exactly the way it's going to shake out. So I, I will talk more about uh, another. I'll talk about Zane Smith later on in the episode, but I, I'll start my betting out with a head to head that I, I particularly am fond of because it's kind of one that, uh, that y- you feel like really should I be making this bet? Because uh, I think we talked about it earlier. I don't know if it was this show or it was it, like this is not a hold your nose and bet thing. This is one where you you look at it at face value and go, I don't think I should make this. But then you dig into the numbers and you're like, okay, I'll make this. So we've talked we've talked about that on a lot of shows. Like, yeah, we have. the F one podcast. We talked about that in the Xfinity show. Like where it was like, Ooh, you don't want to do it, but every number points you that way, and sometimes you got to follow the numbers. This is where I'll be following the numbers. It's Matt Crafton <laughs> over Matt De Benedetto. So the battle of the mats. I'm giving my. Uh, I'm tossing my hat in the in the Matt Crafton ring over there. Minus one twenty. Uh, you can find this. Uh, this is on Caesars. And the thing about it is that for Matt Crafton, like he is, he's got the most starts on this track and active. Twenty six starts on this track 20 there's probably very few drivers in this series that are 26 years old let alone having 26 <laughs> starts on this track right goes back to 2001 that matt craft the year the track opened actually. the year the so, track opened so yeah. he's been on it ever since and he's raced ever since um i'm looking to make sure that there's no break there's I no was, break uh, i was a nine-year-old kid in the stands for that race and watched matt craft in that 88 thor sport Menards truck. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, uh, well, actually, it wasn't Menards. It was fast track delivery sealer. It was an 88 Thor Sport truck. I know that. <laughs> it was an 88 Thor Sport truck. You are correct. Uh, you watched him that day suffer engine problems and finish 22nd after uh, starting 11th. So, not a, not a good day for him there. But uh, look, he has actually, what, th- three wins overall in his career on this track. You look back at the last, I don't know, let's, let's look back to 20. Well, shoot, it's, it's very difficult to try to track a, a really good pattern for him. But in 2013, he won. 2014, second. 2015, he won. 2016, second. 2016, he had a 16th place finish, but then he ripped off a string of five straight top 10 finishes with a win in there. Sixth, sixth, fourth, first, eighth. 24th in 2021, not a good day there. That's but ninth. A, That win in 2020 snapped a super long winless streak for him, which he is back on another one, too, just uh I gave I gave it a look. I did. I couldn't pull the trigger, but I did give it a look. Well, I, I'm I'm uh, like I said that I love that that line of, of top tens that he had. Kind of plays into my favor. Ninth, fifteenth, and eleventh for the last three series here. 
for Matt Crafton, again, it, it's not been the fantastic season that he's hoped for. He's only got eight top tens in 18 starts, but three of those have come over the last three races, a seventh, a ninth, and a fifth at Richmond, IRP, and Milwaukee. Matt Crafton knows that he's on borrowed time right now, so he's going to have to get himself in uh, in gear to, to make it to the next round. I, he can't sleep on this. They have to have a good finish. And this is a track in which he's had several good finishes. Hopefully, and it's the same team. It's the same 88 team. It's nothing, nothing has changed for Matt Crafton other than him getting older and driving a little slower. So uh, I, I'm going to lean on the side of veteranism here. Uh, as for Matt Benedetto. He's got three starts on this track to Matt Crafton's 26. Uh, and his three starts don't have the same ring to him as Matt Crafton's. He did start out with a seventh place in 2022 when he first took this track. Then in the fall, he had a 12th place. So a couple of decent top 15 finishes last uh, spring. This last spring, he was caught up in that big wreck that took everybody out. Finished 29th, but he started 18th. So it wasn't as if he was really fast that day and he just got caught up in it now he was running around in the back and got caught up for a reason look back at his finishes over the last several weeks 10th at Pocono okay great 17th at Richmond ugh. 10th at IRP eh. 27th at Milwaukee Matt Benedetto has not been running well this season either uh he does have 10 top 10s which again is better than Matt Crafton he, he's but he's been running better than expected but I don't think he's he's in that echelon of of the top trucks and like I said, this is a track Matt Crafton knows very, very well, better than any other driver on this on this circuit right now. So I'm going to give him the leg up, and I'm going to take him over Matt to Benedetto in the Battle of the Mats at minus 120. Yeah, another thing to think of on this too is he just announced during between these last two races he's not coming back to that team. What does that do to the team dynamic? They're way down on the points, need a big day. Uh, it's you can't you just can't really trust it very much they might get desperate swing for things they shouldn't be and i don't think you can rely as well on a good finish so i do like crafting um i'm glad i had that whole little uh, i almost bit on that that bullet bite when we get to one of your pets later because i see you you did bite on that bullet i didn't even realize that so i like that but next up for me rod sticking with my guy carson hosevar uh, podium finish top three plus 110 rod eight of the last 10 races he's finished inside the top four this guy is on fire he has been looking so good this season um he's just been he's been fast he's got all the momentum in the world uh it sounds to me like he's about to be announced as a cup series driver next season probably in the 77 car maybe in the 31 car but more likely in the 77 car uh, he's riding all the momentum in the world right now. The finishes have been good. He's been fast. Uh, got to win at Texas earlier this season. On a, you know that's a mile and a half as well. Just been running well every single week. You're still getting him at plus money to finish in the top three. I can't th think of three cars trucks rather better than him out there. Give me Carson Hosovar to finish on the podium, plus one ten. Well, again, it's this is probably Hosovar's world this uh, Friday night and everybody else is just going to be living in it. So, uh, you know, I share, I share your enthusiasm for Carson Hosevar, which is why uh, I can't necessarily argue anything against it. I, he's just been, he's just been one of those guys where, you know, you're going to get a good finish out of him and he's just growing in confidence. And when you see a young driver like that growing in confidence, getting looks from the upper series, right? Getting rides in the upper series, finishing out the cup series in the 42, like, 
that that says something. That says that he's he's riding high and and in in the series that's he's known for. Yeah, look out for Hosevar. I, I do like that. Um, all right, my next one uh, is I'm going to take uh, old Nick Garcia over Taylor Gray in this one. Um, this is at my, uh, plus 110 for the Garcia side of it. I know we love ourselves some Grays. I know we do, and, and it's fun to root for Tanner, and it's fun to root for Taylor, but um, the younger Gray here over Jake Garcia. Did I say Nick Garcia? Nick Sanchez, Jake Garcia. Uh, Jake Garcia. <laughs> We've talked a lot today, uh, but yeah, so we'll <laughs> spoiler alert our third show together today. Yeah. God's done five or six. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've got a lot of shows into the can today, which is perfect. This is the way I want it. I, I love this. Nothing more brings me joy than this. But um, Jake Garcia, let me get the name right for all the trolls out there saying he doesn't even know the drivers. Uh, Jake Garcia over Taylor. You got, you got a Jeff Garcia. You got you got Garcia all over the place here. Yeah, you're Jeff Garcia. Jersey on the day for football miss. I oh, represent I the Garcia clan. Uh, but anyway, so Jake Garcia and, and Taylor Gray have both just made one start on this track. Both of them were in the spring. Uh, and spoiler alert, Jake Garcia won that one by one position, eighth versus ninth. So Garcia crossed the line eighth and Taylor uh, crossed the line in ninth. But overall this season for, for Garcia, um, you look back at what he's done, he's got... Eight top 10 finishes in 17 starts, the last three of which, two of those have been top 10 finishes, fourth at Richmond, ninth at Milwaukee. He's got a 10th at Nashville, 10th at Gateway, 15th at Charlotte. You know, and for Taylor, he runs around the front. I mean, he's definitely one that you know he's going to be up in the mix in a top 10, but something happens and, and you just lose track of him and Tanner for that reason too. It's, it's the same type of thing. These guys run around together. And, and you blink, and all of a sudden, they're outside of the top 10 where they were all day long. Case in point, Milwaukee, he started fourth uh, the last race, finished 13th. IRP, 20 place. Richmond, 14th. He did have a third place at Pocono. That was an impressive day. I remember that was a good one. Mid-Ohio, 15. Nashville, 14. Look, he's only got four top 10 finishes in 15 starts altogether. Um, earlier, like I said, in Kansas was one of his best uh, finishes at ninth. Uh, for for that and again it, I just don't know that we're going to get another glorious day out of Taylor Garcia as we will or Taylor Garcia Taylor Gray as we did out of Jake Garcia how how the the name of this the podcast episode how many names will Jake Garcia get from Rod all of them <laughs> all of them so before I mispronounce anything else, I'm going to take Jake Garcia, take Garcia over <laughs> Taylor Gray at minus 110. Uh, lock that in before I can't say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I've got some more on uh, on Mr. Garcia coming up here in a little bit. Which one? So Jeff, I will Jake. Uh, Jeff, Jake, okay. Tom, Brad, all right. Dick, Harry, <laughs> all the Garcias. Love them all this weekend. It's a good good week for Garcias. I love it. All right, what do you got next? All right, next up for me, Rod. You're telling me that a guy who continually makes it to the championship four round, the champion of the truck series two years ago, comes into this race three points below the cutoff line, and we're not going to see a good race from Ben Rhodes, you would be incorrect because we are going to see a good race from Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes shows up in pressure spots. Ben Rhodes will show up this weekend. Ben Rhodes is going to have himself a nice run at Kansas. 
That's going to include finishing inside the top five, where you can get him at plus 225. And also, Rod, I'm going to take him as the top finishing Ford driver at six to one over on Caesars. I actually really, really like this top Ford bet. Um, as you're looking through this, of course, the tab wants to close out on me as I, oh, they're moving things out. Where the, oh, oh, we put it in the right section now instead of other. We're actually in under the truck series tab. What a crazy thought. Uh, so <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking at the Ford drivers in this race, you got Ty Majeski. He's at plus 105 as the top Ford. I know things have been going very good for Ty Majeski here lately, where we've been on short tracks, where Ty Majeski is extra good. But you look back, Ty Majeski finished 25th at the spring here. Now, he was pretty quick early in the race. He got put in the wall, had some issues there. So we'll cut him a little bit of a break there. But 31st place at Nashville, 30th at Gateway, 7th at Charlotte, 31st at the first Darlington race. A lot of intermediate races haven't gone the way of Ty Majeski. He can be good here for sure and, and good on any given week, but his strong suit is really the shorter tracks, just is not usually as good on the bigger tracks. So I, I like that you're getting that portion. Zane Smith um, just got penalized again, so that's an easy one to look past, right, at 105. And then Ben Rhodes is the next guy up at 6-1. to one. Then he just has to beat Matt Crafton, which a case can be made, but it's it's a long case, right? He's 12 to 1. And then after that, that's that's four Fords right there. After that, it's 50 to 1 for Haley Deegan, 100 to 1 for the other three Fords in the field. So in all reality, there's three Fords that Ben Rhodes most likely Ben Rhodes most likely needs to beat. It's Ty Majeski, who's been pretty good, already locked into the next round. They might be focused on that. Without his crew chief, they might want to be careful going through tech. Like, you know, so they might just be taking it easy this week. Zane Smith, who again just got penalized another time, he's in the back again. He's passing a lot of cars, but he keeps going to the back to have to do it. Then it's Ben Rhodes, then it's Matt Crafton, which again, it's a longer shot, but Ben Rhodes at six to one to be the top finishing forward. Yes, please. In the top five, um, you, you look at Rhodes, he started fifth in this race in the spring. He led 17 laps, um, didn't quite get a good finish in this one, but he did win the Charlotte race, comparable track, and was third place at Vegas as well, uh, one of the most comparable tracks that the Truck Series goes on to. They don't, they don't go to Michigan, uh, so they don't have any stats from, from that, obviously, as we've been referring to this as mini-Michigan all week. No Truck Series stats from that, but some of these other tracks that are pretty comparable, Rhodes has had some good runs. It's been a real up-and-down season for Rhodes. I'm not going to hide that at all. But he can hit at any given week, any given time. Top five at plus 225, top four at plus 600. That top four, when I really, really like when the comp there's not a ton of competition. Zane Smith has a, an issue or a penalty. Well, that's a dime a dozen, right? Always happening. And something happens to Majeski, and boom, he's all of a sudden the top Ford, not that far out of reach at six to one. And the top five finish as well. When he's in a, it's a pressure situation, he's trying to avoid being cut. Uh, on the cut line he's below the cut line coming into this race i think we see a really good race a really smart race from ben Rhodes, a truck series champion a truck series veteran uh plus 225 for the top five so give me both of those uh for mr benjamin Rhodes. seems easy to overlook ben Rhodes. i don't know why i don't know how it just it feels like with the focus being on the host of ours on the smiths on the himes like ben Rhodes, even in matt crafton which i'll talk about a little bit they seem to 
they seem to get kind of shuffled back. These veterans, especially in the Cup Series, and I'm sorry, in the Truck Series, where where you don't expect these guys to age, to be old, right? You expect right. them to be fresh and young. And, and well, it's hit. all about the young hotness mm-hmm. because that's the you know, Ty Majeski might not be in the Truck Series very long because he's going to move on. Mm-hmm. Ben Rhodes, he's probably a Matt Crafton where he just stays in the Truck Series, right? And uh, and I think that it's important to point out too, Ben Rhodes and Matt Crafton are both in Thor Sport trucks. How many times have we seen this season? Ben Rhodes has been right behind or just as good as Ty Majeski. He's following him around. Then he gets that late commitment of cone violation or this happens or that happens. He does run into the bad luck sometimes, but the talent's there. The equipment is there. It's all possible when you're getting bigger numbers. Again, you're going to take Corey Hyman minus 500 for a top five? No. So you got to get a little creative, but it's not far-fetched at all for a guy that's a truck series champion from two years ago, second in the standings last year. I mean, and it is, it's his teammate, too. Majeski is the favorite in this group. Not far-fetched at all uh, to see them getting this type of, or uh, hitting this type of bet for us. I concur. Speaking of hitting a bet, how about one that hit earlier this year and one that I think is going to hit again? Grant Enfinger, top five. We talked so much about, you know, getting and finding value in plus five plus or top five markets, top three markets that sometimes it gets a little tough. Sometimes it's it's hard because we have to really dig in. But this one stood out to me as a little peculiar as uh, uh, Grant Enfinger plus money for a top five finish plus 120. It's not super sexy, uh, but again, it's still a plus money bet plus 120. Cody, I, I want you to tell me where Grant Enfinger finished in Kansas earlier this year. Rod, I was at that race in Kansas earlier this year. Grant Enfinger had an absolute fucking rocket, and he won this race. He won this race. Cody, I want you to tell me where Grant Enfinger finished last week. Um, Or not last week, the last race. Last time they were out. Let's see. Uh, I had a 9-1 to on him to win it outright. And he cashed it, so I'm going to say he won. He absolutely won that race. He has got two big wins, one at Kansas and one last week at the Milwaukee Mile, uh, and has locked himself into the playoffs. So now he's going to go for broke. But he doesn't even need to win this race. He's just got to finish inside the top five, which he's done at Pocono, which he's done seven times in 18 starts this season, including those three wins that he's got. I am not scared at all of Grant Enfinger not finishing inside the top five, and I'm not afraid to take a chance at just plus 120 for it to happen because, again, he's got 10 starts on this track in particular. He's got a first place in the spring, right? He finished fifth at the end of 2022, third at the spring of 22. Uh, let Let me just stop you here. He's got eight top 10 finishes, six top five finishes in his 10 starts, only four times in his career. Has he finished outside of the top ten, of the top five rather? And none of those has been in the twenty three since he's joined the twenty three. It's been top five or better for Grant Enfinger on this track. It's a playoff team. It's a team that's locked in. It's a team that's got nothing else to lose. They just want to go out and run well. So a top five finish at plus one twenty for Grant Enfinger. Give me that, please. And it's, they're all working for jobs. Uh, they're all out of a job at the end of the season. GMS closing down the Truck Series thing. Enfinger, a veteran of the truck series. He's been around a long time. Doesn't have a ride for next year. All of his crew guys, all the shop guys, they're looking for rides. And if they keep impressing like this, they rally around that news like they did in the last race, get a victory, easily could be in the top five. He's done it, what, three races in a row, you said, so uh, at this track. And that's very good. I'm actually a little mad at myself that I didn't catch this one at that price because I really like this one. So 
I'm glad that you put it on there. Good call, Rod. Next up for me, I'm going to take Jeff Taylor, Tanner, Bob, Joe, Garcia. No, just kidding. Uh, Jake Garcia is who I'm going to thanks take. For, thanks for covering for me, Cody. Thanks for, thanks for covering for my uh, ignorance. Yes, trying, trying to make you feel a little better. Uh, I'm going to take Jake Garcia uh, to win Group A over on Caesars. He's plus 380 to win this group. Uh, he's going against Tanner Gray, Bailey Curry, Raja Karuth, and Dean Thompson. I will say this group is a little bit definitely up for grabs. Um, there's there's a couple of guys in this group that are are very hit and miss, and that's that's really the kind of the the theme of this group in general. Tanner Gray's had some really good ru- runs, had some not very oh excuse me some not very good runs as well. Uh, Bailey Curry, it's been a little up and down. He's he's done pretty well in that 41 truck, but doesn't always necessarily have great finishes. Roger Carruth has shown a lot of speed. Not always good at finishing the races. If he's running in the top three, I'm not surprised. If he puts it in the fence, I'm not surprised. Dean Thompson, I swear to God, is one of the fastest trucks every week and always wrecks. Like, up one single car, single truck spin, boom. It's it's Dean Thompson hitting the wall. Like, there's like, I I don't know what the, he's he's fast, he's good. Like, looks really good. But he always wrecks that. The truck is always wadded up at the end of the day. It's ridiculous. You cannot trust him. Uh, so, yeah, I, I really like Jake Garcia here. Um, going back and looking, he finished eighth here in the spring. Again, none of these are, are like overly impressive great finishes, but they're consistent good finishes. Eighth here in the spring, 10th at Nashville, 10th at Gateway, 15th at Charlotte, 5th place at Texas, 10th place at Las Vegas. Uh, again, nothing that's, that's you know, going to strike you as wow great finishes but when all these other guys are so up and so down and he's just kind of always getting you a good solid finish at plus 380 i think there's a lot of value in this group for jake garcia uh so yeah give me jake garcia to win group a on caesars plus 380 can't argue with you there obviously you know my feelings on uh jeff jake Gino garcia the garcia kid that kid uh definitely (laughs) high on him as well so i'll i'll tell you on that uh, all right, Cody's going to need to take his headphones off for this one because I'm going to make a case that he's not going to want to hear. Uh, I'm just kidding. Put him back on. Put him back on. Uh, hold on. This is that uh, that one where you say, take off and put on. And put uh, on. <laughs> all right. Zane Smith. All right. His top three is even money at plus 100. I understand that it has been a rough, rough, rough go uh, for Zane Smith so far this season as far as starting and going back and starting and going back and driving up through the field and having a rough time doing it. But he still has two wins on this season. He's got he's finished inside the top five uh, in half of the, the starts that he's made. And in fact, all of his top ten finishes have been top five. So it's top five or bust for Zane Smith. And uh, good for us here that Zane Smith on this track in particular is a good driver. Okay, in seven starts, six top tens, three top fives, and a win. His last three starts, a first place, a fourth place, and a third place. So two of his last three outings on this track have been top threes. Now you say to me, okay, but Rod, um, what was going on in and around uh, uh, this, this race for Zane Smith? Well, last season, or two seasons ago rather, uh, yeah, last season, Uh, He did win at Kansas, right? But then he went on to a 32nd place finish. He had a string of top 10s. It was a good season for him, right, after winning Kansas. Well, the the season before that, in 2021, he 
He was 40th on the Daytona road course, a really bad day for him. 14th at Richmond Ho-Hum. He turned out for a 7th place at Kansas, but then 16th at Darlington. Um, like, Zane Smith does have good days in Kansas, regardless of what happens around him. So, I'm okay. He finished 19th at Fort Worth in 2020, finished 6th at Kansas, uh, went on to have a few more top 10 finishes there, too. But, Zane Smith, no matter what the season is looking like, Kansas is his track, and that's just evident by the fact that, again, he's only have one finish outside of the top 10 at all on this track. Sixth in 2020, ninth in 2020, uh, like I said, 11th in that third race of 2020, seventh, first, fourth, third. It would not surprise me, even if he does start toward the back, for Zane Smith to find his way back up to a third-place finish. It, it, it happens to be where he had two second-place finishes in Nashville and Mid-Ohio, right? And then a third place at Richmond, a fifth place at IRP. I know he finished 12th at Milwaukee Mile, but again, third place at Martinsville, third place at Kansas. Like, his top fives are even top threes. So, it's a place he's not unfamiliar with. The heat is on this guy right now, right? I mean, he's, he's not necessarily all that safe uh, uh, in the playoffs. He's plus 29. I'm not saying he can... He's, he, can get bounced easily, but it, it could happen if he has a bad day and he doesn't want to have a bad day. A top three finish would assure him of moving on. Is it safe for me to start listening now? Yeah, you could put your you could put your headphones back on. Okay, uh, I got some bad news for you, Rod. Did he get penalized? Uh, Zane Smith is going to the back again. So. I don't care. He'll drive his <laughs> way up to the front. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, I I know I, don't, I know it's okay. I, yeah I don't hate it, but. Uh, it's uh, it's even his, money, which is the been, only reason. It's plus one hundred. If it I wasn't know, plus one hundred, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest have it. Been good, I, so I don't know why I'm hating on him so much. But it's the performances and the the driving through the field all the time. Like I know he's passing a hundred cars. Like stop going to the back, so you have to pass hundred cars. It's annoying. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Um, I said I found a way to bet on Corey Heim. Rod, the numbers for Corey Heim, not not very favorable this week, so it was hard to do it. But I did find a way. I'm doing it in a different way, and, and it's not necessarily a bet on Corey Heim. It can cash other ways. There is a prop bet that is Toyota versus Ford, and Toyota is plus 140 in this. So any Toyota to beat the, you know, the best finishing Toyota to beat the best finishing Ford is what you're looking for here at plus 140. I just read you. The list of top Fords in this race. So basically, I'm going to take, uh, and they don't even have, they don't even offer top Toyota odds because Corey Heim would just be like minus 7,000. So I'm actually going to pull up the list here, the entry list, just so I can go through who the Toyotas are. So it is Jesse Love is going to be included in this. Dean Thompson, who I just said is fast, he probably won't finish the race, but Corey Heim, Tanner Gray is included, Ankrum, Taylor Gray. Um, Stuart Friesen, <laughs> we haven't talked about him because it's been rough lately, but he can do it, right? Timmy Hill, Jake Drew, neither of those guys you're really worried about. But really, it's a bet on Corey Heim, basically, to, to beat all the fours, which is not that crazy. Corey Heim is a co-favorite to win this race at, at plus 400. Uh, his top three is minus two four. Here's the top three odds, Rod. Corey Heim, minus 240. Ty Majeski, plus 100 is the next. He is so favored to be in the top three over anyone else. You go to top five odds, I mean, he's minus 500, and then Carson Hosevar is minus 175. It's not close. So I think you're getting a pretty good deal here. 
All he has to do is beat Ty Majeski, who's not has been the best on this track, right? Or or in this this style of track. Zane Smith, who just got penalized again. He's going to the back to pass some more cars. Ben Rhodes, who I made a case for to have a good strong finish, but Waheim is better, right? Matt Crafty, and then it really falls off. It's Deegan, Davis, Maggio, Chase, Chase Janes. I don't even know who that is. Um, <laughs> is that actually a real person that's entered into this race? Ah, Chase I'm James. interested here. Um, it's listed over there. Oh, the 33 truck. Okay. Anyways, uh, so not worried about that guy for sure. But again, all you just have to have Corey Heim to beat these guys. Like, And you're covered with Jesse Love if he's the one who gets it done. You're covered if any of these Toyotas just happen to have a great day. Like, yes, please. Corey Heim, I'm sorry, Toyota over Ford at plus 140. Sign me up. Yeah, I, I, again, once again, cannot argue with you on that one. Uh, I, I just, I, I mean, I'll make a case for a Ford that to uh, actually be the highest here in a second. But, um, yeah, it, it, this one's a long shot for a reason, the one I'm going to suggest later. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I like and, that. And I've, full, full spoiler, I don't have Corey Heim to win this race, despite it breaking my heart. And I do have a Ford in my winners, so it could happen, obviously. It's not completely out of the question, but. You're telling me I get Heim basically over these Fords, like, yeah, it, it's hard to pass up on that, especially when his odds are so prohibitive. For like, the books are so certain that Corey Heim is going to be a top three truck. Uh, you're telling me all he has to do is finish in the top three and not get beat by a Ford. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Like I said, uh, all right, I will go a different route and I will take a manufacturer to win. Uh, I know that Chevy is is the one. It's the favorite. It's it's the top one, but it's half the field, and you're only paying minus 120 for half the field. That's that's really the only reason why this bet makes any kind of sense whatsoever, and not to mention that Chevy won the spring race here. Chevy's won on this one as well. I know it was Kyle Busch in a Toyota that won uh, that won in 2021, but that was Kyle Busch, right? Zane Smith won in a Ford. I don't think Zane Smith's going to win. John Hunter won in a Toyota, but uh, the, none of those guys are racing right now, and the guys that have been winning lately this season have been Chevys. In fact, Chevy has won uh, one, two, three, four, five of the last seven races in total this season at all. So, um, And really, if you go back, they've won six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven races of the 18 total. So another manufacturer has only won seven races the odds are in your favor that a Chevy is going to win this race. Who's in that list? Uh, you might ask yourself. Well, it is a not the Kansas City 300 lottery 300. See, this is what happens. You get, when you, you get some pretty heavy hitters in this. I mean, here's what you get. Host of ours. I was going to say, I'll tell you, yeah. I'll lay it out who you get. You get uh, the, well, you get, yeah, Nick Sanchez if you want, but you get. Uh, Ooh, Sanchez won. Or almost, he, almost he led won. every single lap except overtime at yep. Texas. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you get him, you get Christian Eckes. If Eckes decides to win, you get Grant Enfinger. If he decides to win, like you said, you get uh, Garcia. You get Josevar. Like it's a which, pretty which stacked Garcia deck. Is uh, the Jake <laughs> Garcia, not not the Jeff Garcia. Um, but again, this is really another Kosovar. Uh, Josevar. Uh, um, <laughs> Cody, it's been, a, it's been a long day. I'm thinking that it's time for us to, to <laughs> knock this off. But uh, this is another way to get Hosevar in on the action, too, at minus 120 uh, if you really want to want to continue on. But also give yourself an out 
for some of these other trucks that are out there because, again, it is a lot of the field. They have won uh, more races this season than any other manufacturer. So if you want to hedge on anything, this is a pretty decent hedge. Yeah, I I I like it. I mean, I I'm all in on Josevar, as you know. So I think for that reason, it's good. You're getting a lot of a lot of good cars. I mean, specifically Josevar, who is the co-favorite, and and spoiler alert, I'm going to have him to win here in a minute. Ekis, who I'm going to make a case for in a minute, who's was a fucking rocket ship here in the spring, got caught up in that big wreck. Um, you're getting Enfinger, who was a rocket ship that won this race earlier this year. There's a lot of big heavy hitters in the Chevy group and it covers like you said three quarters of the field really so uh yeah I don't and it's only minus 120 obviously guys like Heim are, are your biggest threat to that but as much as I do love Heim his numbers on intermediates aren't as good either so that's why I'm not taking him to win outright so I do think it's a good bet thank you very much uh I'm taking a break I'm gonna come back in about 30 seconds hopefully I know who I'm talking about <laughs> and what where I am so Give me, give me 30 seconds to figure out what's going on. We'll be back with some winners after that. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning. Give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold all right thank you justin and miranda for giving me a chance to collect my thoughts and to uh come back stronger than ever for this winter section of the show all right rod first up for me to nobody's surprise after listening to this whole show carson host of our plus 450 over on superbook Love, love, love Josevar this week. I've already laid out the case for him. Top four in eight of the last 10 races. Absolutely on fire. Two wins in that time frame. Has a win at Texas earlier this season. It is a Carson Josevar week. Plus 450, he's too good to pass up on. I did look at my guy, Corey Heim. The stats don't back him up as much on this type of track, unfortunately. I do still like him, obviously, to finish better than the Fords, but because of what Fords are out there. And Heim is... I'm still good, like minus 500 to finish in the top. What was it, five? Or yeah, he's minus 250 or whatever to finish the top three. Like the books think he's going to be up there. He is going to be up there, but I just don't quite see him getting the win. I think it is Carson Hosovar will edge him out. I think that uh, he might finish in second place, Mr. Heim there, and cash the the over Toyota bet for us. But if it's not Carson Hosovar, Christian Eckes plus 800. I, I went back and forth a little bit. Grand Enfinger is also at a similar price. I was kind of hoping maybe Rod would take him, but he didn't. Way to go, Rod. Uh, just kidding. But uh, he already won here. He won last week. We cashed on him. That's good and great and stuff. But Christian Eckes was fucking fast here in the spring. We had a bet on him. Gosh, I'm trying to think of what we took him that week. I think it was 16, 19 to 1, something like that. Oh, I'm telling you, it's literal rocket. Set that thing on the pole by like 15 seconds. It was like Max Verstappen in qualifying, really. He was so fast. Fast in the race, something happened. He got shuffled back a little bit. There was that massive wreck in turn one. That car, I, I posted pictures on Twitter because I was down in the garage area after that. That truck, whatever was left of that truck was not much. Absolutely obliterated. But 
They found speed. They had speed. He can do it again. Give me Christian Eckes plus 800. Um, did finish at uh, second at Gateway. He won Darlington in the spring as well. He's got two top three finishes the last two weeks, or the last two races in the truck series, not two weeks, but last two races, second and third place the last couple of weeks. Been been clicking at the right time here. He is ready for a win at 8-1. to one. And Ben Rhodes, 18-1, to one, laid out the case earlier, right? He can pop up and win these races at any point. I talk shit about him going into the Charlotte race. He comes out, wins the race, not letting you do it to me again. He can jump out, win this race. He's in, in that situation where he's down in the points right now. Like I said, he's three below the cut line. He's They're going to show up this week, and he's going to have a, a really good um, uh, race. And if he wins this race and we don't cash the, the Toyota over Ford bet, at 18 to 1 I won't be too sad about that. Yeah. And and really again it's Ben Rhodes you can't really argue about him at all. It's if he does it, fine. If he doesn't, oh well, no one's going to get hurt, but uh yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing with taking all three. I mean, it's like that's a that's the nice thing with Ben Rhodes. Like you're taking him, you're getting a plus 225 to finish in the top 5, you're in a plus 600 for the top four, and 18 to 1 to win. So if he wins, you cash all three of those. If he finishes in the top 5, he could cash two of those, he could cash one of them. Or he just doesn't show up and he has a bad day and it's like, well, everything was kind of a long shot, but he can be up there and it's not it's not some big shocker like, oh, maybe they have to pull out a strat. Like he can just be fast. It's it is it's much the same effect of Chase Elliott we talked about in the Cup series. Like eh, kind of down and out. The odds are just too far. They shouldn't be that far for a former champion of the same season. Kind of weird how that works out. Uh, but it it like it just it shouldn't be that way. And, and so. When it's this big of a number, you, you just have to take it because they can pop like they did in Charlotte after I said how shitty they'd been. They just pop up and took it, and this is a similar type of track. He can show up, get another big wreck in turn one, and out a couple of these favorites. Boom, Ben Rhodes is right there to capitalize, or or he just takes the day by storm and, and gets it done. Uh, could happen either way. Don't care how they don't ask how they just ask how many. Right. Uh, so tickets cash no matter how it works. Amen so. to that. All right, full eight disclosure. overtimes later we'll <laughs> cash it either way. Uh, all right, you took two of the guys that I was going to suggest. So Josevar and Ekis, both of those guys. I, I like you said, I wanted to take Enfinger. I was I was very close to pulling the trigger on Enfinger, but again, he won in the spring. He won last week. I don't know that I. I that's why the top five. Those are reasons to me. we probably should take him. Yeah, but, <laughs> but again, I but feel it feels like too good. It to does be true again. It does. The top five bet is where I think I feel the safest because at least I know he yeah. can do that. I, for I, sure. I, yeah, considering the fact that I was going to take him possibly yeah. to win. I do like that's why I said I love that bet so much. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna stay away from that. So fine, I'm just going to go bananas here, and I'm going to give you Matt Craft, and he's fifty to one to win this race. That is a monster number. But if you're making the case for Ben Rhodes, who else is there? It's Matt Crafton, right? So these guys are teammates, right? They they definitely have the same. They they run a, a right next to each other a lot of times, and. Like I told you before, Ben Rhodes has made 26 starts on this track. He has the biggest notebook on this than anybody else in the entire series at all. Probably even their grandfathers uh, has a bigger book than them. Uh, and, and I mentioned it before, 14 top 10s, 7 uh, top 5s, 3 wins on this. He's only not finished this race 3 times, on, uh, not finished a race on this track in the truck series, 3 times in 26 attempts. His average finish over all of this Still just outside of the top 10 at 11.6. But, again, three wins, and all of them have come within the last 10 years. 
So that that's something, right? It, it's not like he won three races back 20 years ago uh, and, and hasn't won anything since. At least they've all come in the last came within the last three years, 2020. So a, a, a fairly decent enough uh, distance between it. Now, again, he's 50 to one because he hasn't won this season. He hasn't necessarily been one of the best trucks all season long, but he's in the playoffs. You know he's got to win, right? He's, he's really got to win to advance for sure. So they're going to load up. They're going to try to swing. Maybe him and Ty Majeski were putting some notes together on how to make his truck a little faster like Majeski's because Majeski's locked in. So I don't know. Maybe there was some, some sharing in there. Maybe they were getting them all ready for the race. But look, Matt Crafton at 50-1. to 1, We already told you. This is either host of our Eckes, possibly Endfinger. Like my, my biggest swing right there is, is for Crafton to reclaim his, his Kansas glory and you know, cash this 50 to one ticket and we're, we don't care what other else, what other bets didn't cash this weekend. So I mentioned earlier as when you brought him up that I had considered him, I looked at him 50 to one. I was like, mm, but I didn't pull the trigger. I hadn't even looked at your bet at the point and realized that you took him. So I love it. Rod in 2020, uh, Matt Crafton broke a three year winless streak by winning at Kansas. Um, that was his last win. It's now 2023, which means he's on a three-year winless streak, mm. and they're going to Kansas. Mm. I Just absolutely saying. love that. I'm. I think. I think, my friend, that's going to play in our favor. And if we cash a 50 to one on that one, woohoo! Let's do buddy. it. Uh, that will be a party next week. So yeah. I and again, you cash. You cash a ticket like that. You don't care too much. Then. So actually, like if you want to go, if you want to take Toyota over Ford, and then you you back bet and you get these two guys, like then you really, and that's the two more favorited Fords, of course. But like you really got a lot of coverage. You really just need to beat two Fords with one of those Toyotas at that point. So it again, build cards strategically, make it work to where it works in your favor. But you can kind of cover yourself on some of these sometimes, and uh, and make it work pretty good. Indeed, it can. Uh, all right, you know what? For uh, for really poo pooing the books when we first started the show, we we got <laughs> we pretty long. With a pretty for good a card <laughs> truck episode. Yeah, I mean, this is one of our longest. This is truck one of episodes. our longest truck episodes too. Like, yeah, we talked for a long time. So crazy. Hey, I guess it guess it worked out, huh? Sure did. Uh, all right, well, let's go over those bets for you then, uh, as we get ready for Kansas and the truck series on Friday night. Cody started you out with Carson Hosevar over Zane Smith at minus 110 over on Superbook. I gave you Matt Crafton over Matt Benedetto in the Battle of the Mats at minus 120. Cody gave you Carson Hosevar as a podium finisher, which for those of you who uh, don't know, it's top three at plus 110. I gave you Jake Garcia over Taylor Gray at plus 110. <laughs> Come to my senses a little bit. I know who I'm talking about. Uh, Cody gave you... Uh, ben Rhodes as a top five truck at plus 225 and top Ford at plus 600. Uh, I gave you Grant Enfinger as a top five truck at plus 120. Cody said that the winner of group A would be Jake Garcia at plus 380 over Tanner, Curry, Raja, and Dean Rod's Thompson. actually just hitting the Google like translate or whatever where it's, I have how an do insert. you say this name? Yeah. It's just Jake Garcia. I cut it. So what I'm doing is in post. I've, I've made myself say Jake Garcia and I'm hitting the button in it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, he's the winner of that group at plus 380. I said Zane Smith would drive up through the back 15 times in this race and finish inside the top three. Oh, uh, he just went to the back again. damn it come on zane get it together 
at plus 100. Cody gave you Toyota over Ford at plus 140. Uh, I gave you Chevy to win at minus 120. And then Cody gave you Carson Hosevar at four and a half to one. Christian Eckes at eight to one and Ben Rhodes at 18 to one to run this race. I co-sign on ho- both Hosevar and Eckes, but I'll toss out uh, Matt Crafton at 50 to one to be our steak dinner. Our, everybody's going to Olive Garden this trip uh, winner of the day. Hey, we're in the in the heartland. Good, we got good stakes in the in the Midwest here. So uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Well then, as we pack up and get ready to uh, send everybody off, Cody, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Man, this was a long one, but this was a really good one. It was I, a this good was one. A, I mean, they're all good. We're two, you know two hundred fifty whatever shows that are all been good, but I like this one. It was a lot of fun. Yes, follow me over on X. Uh, you can find me at Husker underscore Z. Follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Find all my work over there on X. I, I try to share it all over there. It's it's a ton of shit. So check it out. <laughs> Indeed, uh, I'm on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on. Whether it's here, of course, in between media, sportsbook review. I'm kicking out articles for them again. Uh, I've got the four frequency sake family going on as well. Whatever, just find all of that. We're, the link. We're in my busy bio. people. We <laughs> probably should not be as busy as we are, but we're we tra- are. Hey, so. we're trying to keep you all full of your content. So yeah. support our, support our content. And Give thanks for doing it. Help us out. Yeah, we indeed, it. we love it. So, yep, uh, I'm on X. RJ Gomez. Link to the bio there. So uh, have some fun. We will. We see got a, oh. a Facebook page too. Make sure you That's give right. that a follow. Yes, uh, yes. NASCAR. Yes, yes. Just type in NASCAR Gambling Podcast. We'll pop up. Get all your your stuff over there, too. Indeed. And if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. Uh, Some more views over there will definitely help the bosses uh, continue to love us as much as you guys do. So, Uh, All right. We're back tomorrow with our DFS and Underdog Fantasy Pick show. A lot of fun. A lot of fun this week to close it out. So uh, make sure you catch that episode. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride.